Hey everybody, welcome back to Casa Walsh, Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. My name is Sam, and on today's episode, we are going over season six, episode 25, called Smash. It premiered on March 20th, 1996, and I've got my friend David with me to recap this episode, so let's get right into it. Okay, so this one starts and Tara is about to be released from rehab. So we last saw that she was uh, spending the night at Kelly's apartment, but she had to go back to rehab. She's about to be released. Kelly wants her to stay at the beach apartment. Donna and Claire, um, before we actually go into it, Claire's hair. Remember I said last time I was here as a guest? Yes, it's here. She did not have it last episode. She has gray streaks. Why? No, but like only one on each side. It's also like, but no, I think it's like. It's not highlights because it's highlights throughout. Hi- highlights. So I've had highlights in my hair and they were very, very like around this time. Probably I had a highlights. 96. We were in. Eighth grade, seventh grade. Yeah. So middle school, I had highlights. But she has gray highlights. Like I just had, I have brown hair. I had lighter brown like highlights. That's what my hair was throughout. She has like these like streaks. It's and so it's, stark. It doesn't look like it's in the back. It's only kind of in the front. It's very, it's not a good look. And she's a pretty girl. She doesn't need it. Like just do one color. It's horrible. Yeah. Anyway, so um, they are reluctant to have Tara stay at the apartment. But Kelly says that she doesn't have anywhere else to go. She needs me. Um, which is really actually kind of creepy if you really think about it. Because does Tara not know anybody? Like, Tara- well, she said she was homeless, right? So she doesn't. And, like, you find out, we don't know this yet, I guess, maybe not. But, like, she had a falling out with her parents. You find out maybe next episode. So she's, like, kind of alone. I guess. But, like, Claire is right. Claire's right. She's, like, a bitch, but she's right. Like, I, I would not. Her. Yeah, like, I mean, thank They're God. They're both out of rehab. She's a mess. You don't trust her. Right. I would not. Yeah, like... Yeah, you don't know her. You don't know anything about her. And Kelly doesn't know her. Kelly knows that she was her roommate in rehab. For how long were they roommates together? Okay, I just want to make one comment, too. But maybe you know the answer to this because you recently watched the prior episodes. Yes. So, when you go to rehab... Yeah. Why are they in a hospital? Like, aren't you, like, elsewhere? Yes. Yes. And so they're, like, in a hospital room. Right. But they're calling it rehab... Right. And rehab so, is elsewhere. Like, when Dylan went into rehab, it was a rehab facility. It wasn't a And hospital. also, like, no offense, but, like, Tara is poor and homeless. And Kelly is rich and not homeless. Like, they wouldn't be in the same rehab. Like, Kelly would be in, like, a fancy rehab that right. her dad or mom paid for. Right. And Tara would be in, like, whatever this is. This Like a basic room. one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just I, like, don't think that makes sense. I agree. Kelly would have her own room. Yes. She wouldn't have a roommate. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Also, I have a question. How old is Tara supposed to be? Do you think? My guess? Do they say? Okay, so they're all 20, 21 at this point. The Junior year. Cast. The regular yeah. cast. My guess is she is 19. She, Two years younger. She drops out. She, she seems younger. Yes. And she had mentioned that she had dropped out of high school. So she's over 18. I mean, well, that actually, that doesn't no, necessarily probably. mean anything. But I'm assuming, 
I'm assuming she's okay, not. Okay, so like a little bit younger. Yes. Okay, that's what I was thinking. That's my guess. Okay. But she just like looks a lot. She seems younger. She seems younger. She's also, I pointed this out when we were watching this, and there's no discrimination to short people. I'm five foot three. I am short. I feel she seems like maybe, I don't think she's five feet. Because I don't think Jenny is particularly tall. And it seems as if Jenny towered over her. Has this actress been in other things that you know of? I don't know. but Maybe in your fun facts you look that up. Well, I can do a spotlight on her so I can mention it. Um, I'll definitely do one on her. Because I don't know her from anything Yeah, I don't know. But she's, I would say top five, like... What would you call this? Like guest, guest starring guest, role, guest, like guest star, multi episode starring role. Like I can think of a few people she's that fan- I would put in this category on the show, and she's in the top five. Her arc, story arc, is amazing. Amazing. Well, this is why. I mean, I have said that season six is probably my yeah. Virgin quarterback Joe Brown. They might put in that category. Also. Yeah, like he's great. This Colin, Colin is great. I mean, we haven't even gotten to the. Cusp. I like Susan. You don't, but like, yes. she's great. No, but this season, there's so much that happens. That we're almost at the end, but there's still so much more that happens, yeah. too. Like, we're not yeah. even at the cusp of it. This is why I love this season so much. Yes, there's a few episodes here and there. The last episode was that stupid Nat storyline, which I despised. But And we'll get into... Snoozer, yeah. We'll get into some Nat and Joni stuff, one more so with the finale, because I hadn't... I, oh, the boat, on the boat. Yes, I yeah. have not discussed that yet, but I will yeah. wait for that episode. But um, is she by Joni or I thought it was Joan? Just Joan, but I oh. I think he calls her Joni as like a oh. pet name. Were they like friend? They were like knew each other in high school. Or something? They dated. They met on an audition. They dated when they were like younger. But she's Jewish and he is Catholic. Oh, scandal! And her family, they had some issues. Ah. Um, I feel like it's always the Jews, and I can say that as a Jew. What do you mean? I feel like sometimes when there's an inter-religion... You mean his family had an issue with a, with no. a Jewish girl? No. The Jewish family had an issue with yeah. him? Yeah. Oh. Because this is, my, this is my feeling on it. And you are actually mixed, too. Yeah. Um, In this exact situation. Exactly. Is he Italian? He's Italian, but it only your mom is it's Italian, a, yeah, your dad yeah, yeah. is Jewish. But um, my gut is thinking that the Jewish family have a problem with their son or daughter dating someone else that is of the opposite religion because so many of us died in the holocaust our ancestors so they want to keep like keep Jew- judaism alive you think future the older ge- people generations think that yes yeah that's my god that could be right. i mean i obviously don't care um i don't think that anyone in my parents lives cared I don't think, I mean, I've said this, I think that my it was like the 70s. my it parents like the 70s. would prefer it. I think. No, 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 I meant, oh. sorry, when my parents were, like, dating. Oh, yeah, because when your parents were dating, But yeah. it was, like, the 70s. It wasn't, right. like, the it was, uh, 50s. Right. Yeah, because your parents were dating in the 70s, and it was, yeah, they were mixed religion. But I think my, I mean. But my parents both come from, well, I guess my grandmother was, but like, I was going to say, does, like, was, like, particularly, like, religious. Right. And they don't care. I mean, well, same thing. I mean, your sister, um, Dan, yeah. so they're like, you know. They're both half. Yeah, they're both half. So their daughter is half as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I mean, I don't care. I'm not religious at all. I actually think it's almost better sometimes 
Because I think you're getting a little... Yeah, and I think you're getting a little bit of both. There's no, like, really, like... The only holiday... I didn't know that about Jonah and that. I didn't realize that. Yeah. The only holiday is Thanksgiving that is a a clash. Mm. Other than that, whoever's Jewish should go to for the Jewish holidays. Whoever's, you know, Catholic, Christian, whatever, you go for the other ones. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's easier, but to each his own. Anyways, moving along. Um, So... The Walshes are having a party. Well, I wouldn't say the Walshes. Okay, well, there's a party at the Walsh house. So Claire is talking about it with Steve. So is Steve throwing... It's not really explained. I think Steve's is, throwing a quasi-frat party at his... At his... Where he lives. His and Brandon's house. But if I'm Brandon, I'm like, can you do it at... Like, there is a frat house. There is a keg house. I don't see why Brandon's allowing this. I would not allow it at my house. Only because... College kids are disgusting. I mean, we were there. Once we... I was swinging from the chandeliers last year. <laughs> he <party>. was. <laughs> um, so Valerie then meets with Colin's lawyer because why can't he meet with his own lawyer? He's not in. She just takes. I said this when we were watching it. Like yeah. she takes control. Like she's just like a woman on a mission. Always, she's just like I'm taking control of this situation. But why did he not even go with her? He's a disaster. It's weird. So she meets with his lawyer and basically has two options. Wait, can I just make one comment? Yeah. When she walks into the lawyer's office, he goes, would you like a mineral water? And I, like, (laughs) it's just a funny, like, what, like, what does that mean? Like a sparkling water? I think so. It's just like, you just say water. Everybody says water. You don't say mineral water. And I guess it's maybe like a Beverly Hills, like, fancy thing to say, but like. I would never say to someone, like, do you have a mineral water? Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, I just something I thought of. <laughs> it's very true. Maybe it was a 90s thing. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so the lawyer tells Valerie that Colin has two options. He could uh, plead guilty and serve some time, plead not guilty, risk a longer sentence. Uh, he thinks he can get him a pretty good deal if he pleads guilty few months uh in a a minimum security facility uh some community service and basically all she has to do is uh convince him i mean i think that seems the most logical thing uh he seems fair yeah it seems fair months is fly by yeah for what he did community service it's a fair it's a fair deal um so then kelly is now going to pick up tara at rehab and runs into greg med student greg um now he kind of disapproves of her opening like her home to tara but then he asks kelly out on a date um so he thinks that it's a bad idea for kelly and tara to live together because he said it's like in extreme circumstances but he thinks it's okay as a med student to date someone that literally just came out of rehab. It's kind of like, come on, Greg. Um, <laughs> she is going to the Walsh party. And I'm saying the Walsh party because it's at the Walsh, Walsh house. Casa Walsh. Casa Walsh. Name of your podcast. Name of my podcast. The, uh, the house is having a party. And uh, she invites Greg to come. So he says that he will... Come by after he's on call till 10. Okay. I texted a doctor in the middle of this podcast and asked him, 
when you were in med school, were you on call? To which he said, no, because there's no need for you to be on call because you can't do anything. So A, he's not on call. B, I mean, not saying he's lying. This is just bad writing. It's bad writing. B, when you are on call, you are not stationed at the hospital. Yeah, they make it seem like he's like at the desk. Yeah. Like, in the like he's like, I can't, I can't leave till 10 because I'm yeah. on call. That's not how it works. You can go out and do something. Right. You can't get drunk necessarily, but you can go out. He should be like, I'm working at the hospital desk. Yeah. They, they, like, as a candy striper. Yes. Not saying I'm on call because yeah. you're not on call. You're not a doctor. Uh, <laughs> you're not a doctor. Um, but anyways, he's going to, he gets off at 10, so he's going to come. He's going to come late. He's going to come late. Um, Valerie wants Colin to go to the party. Um, she's talking to Brandon about this. Brandon doesn't think it's a good idea because everyone hates him, understandably so, but he can't really stop her. She lives there too. and um, Everyone hates him. Why? Because he got Kelly hooked on cocaine? Yeah. Okay. Fair assessment. Just, just saying. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a fair thing. I can understand. They're sketch. They're sketch. He's sketchy. I could totally, yeah. Like, if we had a friend that was dating someone sure, that got sure. them, I can see us not being fans of the boyfriend or Right. And you're Kelly, yeah. they're Kelly's friend. They're not Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but Valerie's dating with him. She wants him to come to the party because he's been so sad that he's going to jail. Brandon's like, fine, whatever. Let him come. So then we see the Sanders boys, all four of them, Rush, uh, Steve, and Ryan, and Austin, at the Peach Pit. Uh, Rush asks Steve to watch over Austin and Ryan for the night because he's going out of town. Steve doesn't really want to because he's having the party, but Rush basically throws $20 in Steve's pocket and was like, you're Which is not watching enough. them. No, it was like, like is, you're rich. Is he giving him a pizza? Like what? Like what? Hundred? Maybe I don't know. Something more yeah. than that. But also, it's like two. It's two. Uh, like teenage boys. Like, but also, it's like he's like giving him money for babysitting. But I mean, I know they're like kind of messes. But like, can't they just stay home and watch? No, they to... would like like burn that house house down. I get. But how old are they? 16? 17? 16, Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. 17, I guess. Also, we said this while we were watching it, but w- when Nat comes to the table, they he's like, here are your... Um, he's like giving out the plates, and he's like... They got breakfast, yeah. They got breakfast there at the peach pit, and he's like, who ordered the eggs over well? Yeah, that's... Which is the order I've... I honestly have never heard that before. Like, what is that? Burnt eggs? Eggs like, over easy? Order over easy? Or medium, I've heard. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, it's mostly... It's mostly eggs over eggs easy. Eggs over well is overdone burnt eggs like who's yeah. ordering that but also it does that mean that the yolk is it's like not, hard yeah because it's over it, easy it's, it's, like, it's like running yeah and medium is like a little firm i like eggs over easy same if i were to get breakfast and i was ordering eggs over easy eggs over well sounds terrible yeah I'm just saying you I don't want, think the peach bed should promote you want the runny yolk so you can like your bread your your wheat bread that's terrible. buttered you kind of just dunk it in the the, mm-hmm. the yolk the runny yolk that's that's what people do. You Bad know? choice. One of the Rush boys. Yeah, whoever. I mean, the Rush boys, the Sanders boys. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're now at the beach apartment. Uh, Tara is... Um, <sighs> Tara's funny. So they're in the kitchen. And they're going to get a snack or something. And she's like, ooh, whose juice is this? 
Kelly tells her, it's Claire's juice, but like, you know, it's fine. We all kind of share. Pour me a glass too. Um, so she pours her a glass too. And <laughs> it's pineapple juice. I don't know what it is. I think it's so then Claire and Donna come home and Claire sees like the carton on the desk and she's, or the table, the kitchen counter. And she's like, no more juice. And then Tara's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'll replace it. And she's like, it's fine. And then she turns around and has like the look on her face that she already hates her already. And it's kind of amazing. I mean. It would be more amazing if her hair didn't look like how it looks. It would be. <laughs> and Donna's just being nice because Donna is, um, Donna's just a nice person. They make a comment to like, oh, I'm stressed. I have a lot of homework to do. And Donna's like, I just ran home and then I had to go back to a meeting. Where, where are you like, I was picturing like their school is more like in Los Angeles center, like downtown yeah. or like, and they live on the beach. They're so, like, far You're driving away. all the way home to get juice in your fridge and then you have to go back to school for a meeting. Like maybe get juice on campus. Like um, know, it just seems like inconvenient for Donna to go, go home. Yes. Like if I, Yeah. One hundred percent. Because I also so in Buffalo, I lived on campus. Like my apartment building was on campus, but a lot of times, like if I had like an hour between classes, I wasn't, and I could have gone back to my apartment. Yeah, I usually just stayed. I went to the library or something. This happens a lot in TV shows. Like we we just talked about this before, where like they don't recognize like where things are and how long it takes to get to places, and you're like. You would never do that. Like, remember we watched the show Revenge, and it would, like, pop into the Hamptons for, like, from New York City for, like, a conversation. Oh, all the time. And then they would go back, and, like, that is five hours of your That's day. That's, like, the like, office. Like, you wouldn't do that. On the office. Yeah. That show takes place in Scranton, Pennsylvania, and on, like, a Tuesday, like, at 10, Michael's like, I'm gonna go to, to, to you know, uh, corporate, and which is in New York City, and he's there and back. Yeah, in like, like they're making it out like it's like it's it happens ri- on a lot of shows. It's ridiculous. I and was watching something recently and it happened. I can't think of what it was right now, but it it's like obviously we know it more in New York. Yeah. Like they're in New York and then all of a sudden they're in whatever it is, the Hamptons or yeah. somewhere in New Jersey or something, and I'm like, You didn't just go there for lunch. Like it's a commitment. I know. And that's why it's like, yeah, they live on the beach. They don't live... And the beach is supposed to be, what, maybe like Santa Monica? I mean, yeah. that's not where that, that house is. But let's Ish. say let, yeah. let's say it's Venice, Santa Monica. Um, well, Colin's in Venice, we know. So maybe like their Santa Monica's close enough. Um, I mean, maybe the school is supposed to be close. I don't know. But it just seems inconvenient. She's like, I gotta go back for a meeting. And like, yeah. you just came for the juice? Like, what... Is your deal. Yeah. But I feel like from the from the beach. Well, Brandon lives in Beverly Hills. That's not like a hop, skip, and a jump to like the beach. Right. No, it's not. Right. Like it's still like so because like UCLA was in Beverly Hills, the shop the school. USC was in like Compton. So well is it Compton? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's in a bad neighborhood. Um so it's kind of, like, interesting. I don't know. I mean, it's a fictional... Whatever. We'll just... They have no concept of time, you know. Time and space. Time and space. Um, so Valerie then tells Colin, basically, his prison deal. And she does kind of convince him that 
um, it won't be as bad as he thinks. He should kind of just plead guilty. He'll get a few months of jail time, and then he'll get out, and he'll be fine. He agrees reluctantly, but he... When we were watching the scene, you said you liked his apartment, and I said I didn't. I like it also because the only thing I like about it is I like that there's a payphone in it. Um, I kind of like his front door. It's kind of like this, like, fogged front door. And I like that it's an actually big studio. Like, it's actually a... Like, a big studio. Mm. Like, I'm used to New York City studios. Right. Which it is not. bigger. It yeah. is a big studio. What don't you like about it? I think it's just... The setup of it is so bad. It's like mostly a kitchen, and then there's like a bed in the back, but there's not really like a li- like a living room or like a couch. There's one couch slash chair like by the front door, but it's like re randomly by the front door. Yeah, he's kind of uh, it's just yeah. like not set up. He could have done it a lot better. Yes, he could have like with that. And I don't like the payphone. With that, <laughs> with with that space, he could have done a lot more than what he did. Also, can we talk about his artwork for a second? Because I've said on this podcast many times how I don't think he's very talented. It's terrible. Um, he is doing... He's working on a piece. The, the The piece that he is working on literally looks like he's just drawing Skittles. It's little... It's round circles... Yes, ma'am. ...that are Skittles colors. Um, also, the one hanging in the beach apartment where he gave Kelly for her birthday. I hate bad. that. The birthday it's, yeah, one? It's, terrible. it's atrocious. Like that's what he's he, not good. No, he's not. And they made it out like he was good because he was getting written up in magazines that Claire was like quoting because she has a photographic memory yeah. in the first episode. And it's like, what is he getting writ- written up about? Like, I feel like a high schooler could do this. Um, no offense, but he's not a middle schooler. Yeah, Hudson just drew something um, amazing, some artwork. And it's probably better. he could do, and he, I mean, he even incorporated Spider-Man in his artwork. And for the viewers, Hudson is my five-year-old nephew. Mm. So, um. For the what? He's my five-year-old nephew. For the, oh, um. listeners. I said viewers. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Um, anyway, so then she tells him that she wants him to come to the party, um, to enjoy kind of their last night together or their last, I guess, I don't know, he's not going tomorrow, but I guess, a party together. Um, Get his mind off stuff. Yeah. He doesn't want to go. He thinks Kelly will make a scene, but she kind of like convinces him. So he's going to go. She said, Brandon says it's fine. Um, so then we see Steve's brothers kind of like setting the house up for the party. Like they're moving furniture. Um, Brandon catches them trying to steal some beer because they've brought in. So they're supplying beer for people also. Are they? Some. But do you think that they're it's like, well, we didn't see it. We saw them greeting people at the front door, but are they charging people? I don't know. Like in in college, you would charge people. Like, hey, we got beer. You just have to pay $5 at the, the door, $10 at the door. Right. Doesn't seem like they're doing that. They're, I mean, they also got they're this. they're rich. And they also got this catered again. Um, well, that's the other thing. The last time I was on this podcast, there was another party at the apart at the house, and they were and they got it catered. And like at one point, Kelly takes like potato salad and a pickle, and I'm just well, like the, at this one, yeah, this she does. one, yes. and I'm just like it's like midnight. First of all, yeah. So like, are you really having potato salad? No. Second of you all, you would get pizza. You wouldn't get like sandwich. You wouldn't get like a like a you're not eating six a potato foot salad hero. Like, on yeah. A plastic plate. Yeah. At a party like this. No, you're in getting college. You're a get- B. You're not having it at midnight. C. 
you don't cater parties in college. No. Like, you're not catering a party. No. You're not spending money on food. Like, what? Yeah. The only thing you would do at this point if you were having... If you were supplying food, you would just buy a bunch of pet pies. Pizza. Maybe. Right. Or, like, maybe there's Doritos out. Yeah. Maybe. But, like, that's also a stretch. Yeah. Um... Anyway, so Brandon kind of catches the boys trying to steal some beer as they're getting set up for the party. He stops them. Um, he also tells uh, Steve that Valerie is bringing Colin, to which Steve kind of just doesn't give a shit. Steve just does not. I don't think he cares about Colin in any way, shape, or form. No. It just Agreed. doesn't affect him. Um, so. I do think, like, whatever, we know what's about to happen with the alcohol situation. But, like, I do think they're being a little strict about, like, these high school juniors or seniors are drinking a couple of beers. Like, they're your brothers. They're, it's not that big of a deal. I get they're not 21, but I also, neither are you yet, Steve. Yes, yeah, Steve's 20. Like, it's, is it that much? Like, are you being so goody two-shoes? It's like, You drank back, in high school, Steve. Right. And also, it's going back to when, in I think in this podcast, you discussed how, like, the one time Brandon drank season one and then he had to go to rehab and then Donna... Had her thing at prom, she, and she went graduate. to rehab. Yeah. It's like you can't have anyone drink underage. Like it's just not it's, realistic. Yeah, like I can understand if they were in middle school, you'd be a little yes. bit more. But they're like yeah. 16, 17. and I feel like also if you're going to allow them to drink, they're not going to get as drunk as they. You know what I mean? Like if you're kind of cool about it, like have a few beers, don't go crazy. Yeah, but like calm down. Yeah. Like, or just, like, Steve monitor it. Like, they're not going to be, like, basically, like, doing... I mean, we'll get to it, what they end up doing, because yeah, they're cool with it. It's just weird, yeah. They're not... Very weird. Yeah. Um, so then, then we see Tara, kind of worried that there might be drugs at the party, um, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, Kelly says, like, don't worry, we'll keep each other out of trouble. Um, but Tara doesn't have anything to wear. So then Tara, Kelly's like, go into my closet. You can wear whatever I want. Um, so Tara picks out a black dress and um, she's like, I love this. It's a simple black dress. Wait, but also she, oh, first of all, she goes into Kelly's closet, opens it, and she's like, wow. This closet, by the way, is a regular size closet <laughs> yes. with eight things hanging in it. Right, it's not like it's she has not a walk-in a bit, closet. Right. It's not a like share from Clueless closet. It's not an impressive closet at all. I know. And honestly, it is. It I feel like it's an error. Like Kelly should have much more clothes in this apartment, and what she has hanging in her closet isn't yeah. isn't indicative of her wardrobe. I know. So anyway, I'm just saying. Yeah. No, I'm with you there. <clears throat> um. Then, um, on campus. Wait. Oh, sorry. One other thing. Yes. What the dress that Kelly ends up wearing is also a simple black dress. Yes. So she has. Those are both her dresses. Yeah. So she basically has two of the exact same dress because Tara wore her dress and Kelly wore her dress. Yeah. So, I mean, like, whatever. You could have that. Like, I have probably like, the same pants, but I'm just, it's just like she bought almost I, the exact same I don't dress. think I do. I have two dresses that are the same, but they are different colors. Like, they're very similar and she bought, yeah. she owned both of those. Yeah, I have two... But she's rich and she has a, supposedly a lot of clothes, but yeah. not in that closet. Yeah, no, I have two dresses that are the exact same dress, but they are 
like one is like a olivey green and one is black. So those are that's different. Exactly. Yeah. I'm saying it's the same dress, but I could, you know, I could wear. Yeah. Yeah, they're not the same thing. Anyways, um, on campus, so we were at CU. Uh, David is telling Joe that he and Donna are now working on a piece about parties for the school TV station. So David and Donna are working together now, um, and they're going to film stuff at the party. Um, Stupid. Why would anyone at CU be interested to see a house party that they were not invited to? (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, And where are they seeing it? Exactly. Like, it's just not something that... stupid. Yes. Um, So then Colin now is having second thoughts about going to the party. Um, Valerie thinks he's just nervous about seeing Kelly. Um... But basically, he just doesn't want to spend the re- the whole night with people that thinks he's kind of like, he sucks. Um, I would say nervous about seeing Kelly or excited to see Kelly because he's in love with Kelly. Yes, And doesn't is. give two shits about Valerie. Yes, 100%. Like, I think he kind of wants to see Kelly, but he's just nervous about how she will um, kind of react to him. Um, um, so, therefore... Um, he doesn't want to go, but she kind of convinces to go anyway, um, because she's Valerie. Um, so Kelly also now gives uh, Tara a necklace to go along with the black dress that she's wearing. So Kelly, Tara is fully uh, clothed in Kelly's stuff. And then Greg calls. Um, Tara's surprised and doesn't seem too happy because she answers the phone. Uh, for Kelly but then gives it to Kelly and you can see like her reaction to like I guess when Kelly's on the phone with him because Kelly's not facing her so she's able to give like facial reactions to this that um she's kind of surprised that um he's now invited to the party um and then after the call Tara's like I don't want to go because I'm going to be fifth wheel third wheel she said fifth wheel who are the other two people? Donna and Joe. Well, okay, maybe. Maybe they were all going together, driving together. But they didn't show up together, so that's a good point. She said fifth wheel, though. Um, and she's just like, no, no, you're, you know, she changes her mind. She's like, you're not going to be. But Kelly also says, like, this is my first date with Greg. Like, is it? Would you well, in college say you were going on a date with someone if you invited them to a party and you met up at a party? No, I would say I, like, met this guy. I, like, he's going to meet up with me at the party. You're meeting up at a party. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's, a, a, it's not going on a first date. A, a first, first date, date is, implies you're alone. Yes. On a, somewhere. No, they haven't gone on a date. He's meeting. She ha, She's going to a party. She invited him to the party. He's going to come by and meet up with her at the party. Yeah. Um, That's all it is. It's not a date. It's a meetup. Yeah, you would not say no way. it's a date. No one would call. That would be... I met this guy. Really, my first date I like I'm kind of interested in him. It? Yeah. Yeah. That's all it would. No. Way. Um so the party is uh kind of already in full swing. Um I haven't talked about this in a while, but Steve is wearing a vest. I have not mentioned the Well, vests. I was gonna mention that like the nineties are amazing because everyone is dressed up for this party. Yes. Like they I remember like guys would show up to like hoodie in hoodies to party. One hundred percent. Yeah. 
like, like house parties jeans like this. For sure, jeans. Girls maybe get dressed up a little bit more than guys. Not the way Kelly's dressed up, though. Kelly's in a black cocktail dress. Yes. Like she's going to a like fancy dinner party. Girls would get dressed up for a house party, but like, like a denim skirt or something. Like not this dressed up. Right. I concur. Steve's wearing basically a suit without the jacket. Brandon is wearing a jacket. Yes. They're dead. Other guys there are wearing sports coats. Like, it's... Steve's brothers are wearing suits. They're both wearing kind of suits. Yeah. It's just like... It's it's like... uh, What is... I don't know. Um, Maybe it was the 90s, but it just seems like so formal. Yeah, it's not a realistic... Then again, there was catering, so... That's true. It's not realistic. Um, So... Brandon and Steve are kind of like manning the front door. Uh, Kelly and see she she said not fifth wheel, but Kelly and Tara show up, just the two of them alone. Yeah, alone. Um, they're greeted there. Uh, Kelly and Brandon hug. Hello. Tara does the whole. Oh my God, Brandon! I've heard about you. Girl code. You don't do that. I mean, it's you know whatever. But you did see Susan though looking a little jealous at the moment yeah. here. Um. But she comes over to Brandon and tells him that she likes his friends or whatever. Um, but she definitely, yeah, I mean. She has no friends. She doesn't. That's the one thing also, and I'll get to him, Joe, in a minute. But I feel like everyone that starts dating someone that's in this group, they're in the group. They're hanging out. They don't have outside friends. Well, Joe has, like, football friends. Joe does. But what, like, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to him a little bit more. Um, so then we see Don and David doing, so they're filming this party. Um, they're filming months playing the game of quarters, which if you don't know what quarters is, it's basically trying to get like you, you throw a quarter kind of on the table and it's got to bounce into the shot glass. So that's quarters. And if you don't get it, you have to drink, you know, so they're, they're playing quarters. Um, months and uh, Ryan and Austin asked months for beer, and they told him that Steve said they could drink. And Steve then was like, mm, "They get one round of shots, and that's it." He's like, "I'm not giving them anything else." But we do see that Ryan and Austin are just stealing beers and stuff off of the tables, like people that were drinking it. Like so gross. They're not concerned about germs. I guess. I mean, obviously we're watching this during a pandemic. Like, it's so gross. But even not. Right. It's really disgusting. I would never want to take someone else's... It's also, like, probably warm. Yeah. it's the end of it. Right. Even if it's in, like, the middle. Like, I just... Yeah. Why were you taking someone else's beer? It's just very odd to me that you would ever want to do that. Um... Like, this party's so crowded. Where are they getting the beers from? The kitchen or the ice bucket in the backyard? Like... Is someone watching that? Like, just go take a new one. Exactly. Why? Why are you taking like half drinking, like half you know, open beers? It's very weird. Like um, the one scene, the guy puts it down, and he's like, "Where did my beer go?" Yeah, the extra who got like a line. Yeah. Um, who looked like he was forty and not a college student. Who was also wearing a vest. He was wearing a vest, actually. He's like, "Where did our beers go?" Yeah. <laughs> um, and then yes, yeah, so, but David and Don are filming this and. You kind of see, like, Joe doesn't seem happy about no. this. Now, I said we'll talk about it when we get to him. I'm going to talk about it right here. Joe is in the corner by himself looking like a little baby. 
because Donna is not spending time with him because she's filming this this thing with with David. Yeah. Um. Now, you couldn't like none of your your football buddies were around to come to the party with you. Um. You don't know anyone. Yeah. Make you a conversation, are, Joe. Also, you are the quarterback of this CU. You're a quarterback of this show. You're a big deal. Why are you not talking to anyone? Like, you would be kind of a celebrity at this. So it's kind of ridiculous. Um, then we see Austin and Ryan uh, stealing some more drinks because that's what all they're doing. Um, and then Donna does try to kind of make Joe feel a little bit better about being kind of alone so she goes and talks to him because he's being um, just a little bit of an asshole. So then Valerie and Colin arrive. Um, Colin is wearing a velvet shirt. Valerie is wearing a satin jacket. Um, I don't really understand. I mean, I guess it's 90s, so I guess we'll just go with whatever they're wearing. But Brandon is very polite and he's very nice to them about kind of their, um, I don't know them showing up he he he's cool with colin so then colin runs into kelly um and she's not exactly warm to him but she's also not exactly like mean to him um he basically tells her that he's going to jail he's gonna do the time she lets him know that she's you know hopes he'll be okay and we see she gives him a kiss on the cheek and we see valerie literally giving her a death stare like if valerie could kill her she would um ryan and austin are back in Munce's drinking game um and they're still stealing booze um also like they're drinking any and everything that they're they could it's not just beer you see, like, mixed cocktails. It looks like maybe, like, he's drinking, like, rum at one point, or I don't know. Well, that's probably why he gets so sick. Because he's mixing alcohol Yeah, because well. he's, like, all over the place. Yeah. Um, and because someone probably had flu, and he had their drink. Right. I mean, they're completely wasted at this point. Um, <clears throat> David and Steve do acknowledge that they realize that both boys are drunk. Um I do think it's a problem if we see Randy Spelling, who is Ryan, in a scene with Tori Spelling because they are brother and sister in real life and they look exactly alike to me. Um, so I think it's funny that when they're in a scene together, you're like, oh, like brother and sister, they look alike. Um, <laughs> it's just kind of funny. Um, Greg shows up and... He and Kelly are having a good time. They're doing a little flirty, flirty, flirty. And um, Tara does not like what she sees. Then we see Ryan in the corner. And we see that he is now really feeling the effects of the alcohol. He is getting sick. He goes out to the back porch. And he's with Austin. And he kind of like is unconscious. Steve thinks he just passed out. Now Greg, the med student quickly recognizes that he is in fact uh he has alcohol poisoning and he needs to go to the hospital because he needs to get his stomach pumped and he could die um i'm sorry i forgot to mention this before he 
fainted from alcohol poisoning, he was passing around pigs in a blanket on a tray. Yeah. Which <laughs> is just so ridiculous at a college party that A, someone he- cooked and heated up and plated they had pigs a- in a blanket. They had appetizers. But that they had it and then someone was passing it around yeah. is all ridiculous. Yeah, they had appetizers for this party. Um, but I do think it's funny. So Greg, he's like, let me look at him. I'm a med student. Um, and then he says, like, okay, you, you ever been on a plane? I have before where the flight attendant will get on and she's like, is there a doctor or a nurse or on the, never, know? but I've seen that happen. I, I had that actually. So going to Greece, we had that and I had to go to the bathroom. So I kind of like scoped what was Sorry. going on and there was like a doctor, you know, um, but it was like, what would someone do if they like said that? Like, is there a doctor or nurse on the plane? And like, someone's like, "Hi, I'm a med student." Like, would they say like, mm, "No, thank you for your help," or would they be like, "Probably not." I don't think they could help. No, they couldn't. I remember, yeah, no, when we were going to Greece, they had that, and um, it's like, do you remember that episode of Friends where, um, Brooke Shields is like, they say that in a restaurant, and she's like, "Doctor Drake Ramore is yes. here." <laughs> He's like, "What?" Yeah. No, we had, it was funny, you know, we were, um, when we were going to Greece, it was, um, a couple, older couples sitting next to us, um, like, uh, off the aisle, and the woman was, like, hitting her husband to get up, and he's like, I don't want to get up. <laughs> he did. My God, he made an oath to serve. I know. He didn't, I think because, you know what, though? Was at the person okay? I will, yes. I think at that point, I think, I think they were just, like, dehydrated or something. It was, like, something, you know. Probably. But I think, and I was, I was like, I'm gonna be fucking pissed if we have to land this plane or something because we were going to Greece. Yeah, but weren't you like over the Atlantic Ocean? Where would you land? No, it was like early in takeoff, like if they were like we're turning around type of oh, thing. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I don't know. Actually, no, we were probably, yeah, I guess no, we might have been an hour into it, so we were definitely over yeah. the Atlantic Ocean at that point. Um, they would have to land like I guess when you get to like the UK would be the yeah, closest or something. Um, but, uh, I think at that point though, there were, there was a significant, I, I said that to Kat, I was very happy that there was a significant amount of medical, uh, professionals on that flight because you saw about four or five people get up. Mm-hmm. So that's why, she, like. In that circumstance, you don't even need a doctor, like a nurse. Yes. Maybe a med student would even work. Yes. But um, it was funny. Or that, like someone. Yeah. I don't know. The doctor chiropractor. didn't want to get up and his wife was like telling him to get up. But I think he he got up and he came back to his seat like two minutes later and he's like, there's like six people over there. They don't need me. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, where was I? Yes. Med student. Now they're in the hospital, basically. You're up to? Yeah. So, um, basically party's over. Colin Valerie go back to his place um, where she's comforting him, but she does let him know that she was very upset about his conversation with Kelly. He doesn't love her. He doesn't love her. Or even like her, I don't think. He thinks it's like convenient that they're together. I th- He's in love with Kelly. He moved to LA for her. Yes. He, But he was like insisting to Valerie that he loves her. But I think he it's... Doesn't. I think he likes her enough. But he's in love with Kelly. I think that's the difference. Yeah, yeah. I think he likes her, but he's not in love with her. Well, remember... Well... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know what you're going to say. And yes, um, I concur with you. But um, but also, it's just like, Valerie, you're like in love with him. You were with David a month ago. One month ago, you were in love with David. 
Was she though? No, she wasn't in love with him because she basically said, I don't want to lose $50,000, so would you mind sleeping with my friend Ginger instead? And that's why he dumped her. But. Oh, right. That. Yeah, that's what happened with them. Um, anyways. But he never tells on her, right? Uh, no. Well, that's what he, he said to her basically when she started seeing Colin. He's like, I don't really understand you. He says, you worked so hard to not let everybody know what, like, really went down to get in in with this group. And now you're just seeing Colin, and it's kind of like, why would... She's in love with him. She likes him a lot. She's liked him. I mean, from the first episode he came on, we saw that she was, like, shook by it a little bit because she likes him as her, um, you know, because he was her, uh, on her teen tour with her. Yeah. Um, so... Then, um, Rush shows up at the hospital. And, of course, he just starts screaming at Steve because he didn't keep his eye on Ryan. And I don't really understand why it's his fault in any way, shape, or form. Because you let him watch... Like, he's in college. It's not like he's, like, this, like, 30-year-old man watching his high school. You know, he isn't... He's, what, four years older than them? Yeah. Like, it's like, why is it Steve's fault? Um... He's like, and plus, like, they were, he was stealing alcohol the whole time. It's his, it's Ryan's fault. Um, Greg then takes Kelly home and Tara. And Tara goes inside while Kelly and Greg are on the deck for a minute. And then they have a goodnight kiss. Tara's watching this. She doesn't like what she sees. She doesn't like them kissing. She says, you bitch. And rips this necklace off that Kelly gave her and beads fly everywhere. <laughs> um, why is she a bitch? Is she, like, I don't, I don't understand. The comment makes no sense. Like, the, what I'm, what I'm surmising is that she wants Kelly to herself. That's, I don't know if she's in love with Kelly, but she just wants her attention to herself. That's what it is, but it's but like, why? why is she a bitch? She's I don't kissing know. someone. It doesn't make sense. It seems, yeah, because... From the viewer's perspective thus far, it seems that that Tara is very dependent on Kelly. It's like a little bit single white female. She wants to be her. She likes yes. her. She wants her life. Yes. But I don't get the whole, your what, bitch comment is like odd. Yes. Because like she kissed the guy. Yes. I concur. It's very weird. Um, then um, back at the hospital, we find out Ryan's going to be okay. Um, Rush feels the need to be more angry at Steve. Um, well, then he kind of gets over it. He does get over it. I mean, he just kind of like he says that three of you boys are the most important, you know, thing to me. I also do want to point out. I do think Claire, regardless of her hair, is a wonderful girlfriend because she is there for Steve and like yeah. at at him uh, with him at the hospital. So does it, Steve know about these siblings all his life, or he found I, out later in life? I think he does because he did make a comment, but it wasn't accurate. But he made a comment at his high school re high school graduation. He's like, "Oh my god, there's my my uh, stepmother with like the three, you know, like he basically implied that he has three steps, like." St- so he knows about them. He can grow up with them, but yes. they're just like annoying. Yes, little but they're his half brothers, though. They're yeah. Rush's kids. Just different mother, um, 
because Rush, I guess, got married. He made jo- a joke about how many times he was married. So well, she- at this point, actually, he... I don't want to give anything away, but he thinks he's adopted by Rush. No, 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 it's been, it's been oh. done. It's, it's, he knows he's not He knows he's his son. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, they had that conversation earlier this episode, earlier this season. Okay, got it. Yes. I thought that would happen after college. Yeah, no, he, um, they got into a fight, uh, and Steve said, like, you're not real, my real father anyway. And then the next day, Rush explained to him that he is his real father, mm. and he basically adopted his own son. Got it. And then he had a, a relationship with his mother, with Steve's birth mother. So, so he knows, yeah. Um, when Claire calls the, um, she calls Brandon in the, like, the middle of the night to say like everything's fine. Yeah. And they're in the kitchen drinking coffee. Yeah. Just wanted to point out that um, Brandon, when Brandon answers the phone, there's a really nice shot of what they have hanging next to the phone, which is a fork with spaghetti twirled around it. Like a big fork type of thing? It's like a poster. Okay. It's a red poster. Okay. And it's of a huge fork, a silver fork. And it has, like, spaghetti twirled around it. And the, I just wanted to say, like, throughout this episode, like, they're in the kitchen when Brandon and Valerie are in the kitchen earlier, or, like, throughout the party. When Jim and Cindy left, and then, like, they destroyed the house and they redecorated it, it's horrible. I concur. It's horrible. Like, why is this fork hanging in your kitchen? Like, what is this thing? There's, like, other... Like Native American artifacts hanging around, like that seems wrong. Yeah, it's pretty weird. It's just like ugly and terrible. Yeah, no, I concur. Like a lot of colors happening. It's too much. They don't. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't know what he's. I mean, another twenty, but like. Yeah. It's like it's like offensive to look at. (laughs) Let's just chalk it up to them being uh, twenty years old. so then, yeah, so they're in the kitchen. They're drinking coffee. Um, now it's funny. They're giving, um, they're giving Austin coffee to sober him up. But now he's, like, wired. Um, just give him water and give him Advil and tell him to go to bed. I mean, I guess he's concerned about his brother, so. They're twins, They're right? waiting for the phone call. Yeah, they were waiting for the phone call. So, um, I don't know. They're they're twins, so whatever. Um, so, I guess that's really kind of where the episode ends, though, right? It's a it's a good like setup with the Tara stuff for like what's to come. Yeah, and Greg. Right. There's Joe. Some... There's more stuff. Yeah. There's about to happen. Yeah. Colin. A lot of stuff. And there's only, I think there's about five episodes left of the season. So we're towards the end. And I will say this season finale is one of my all-time favorites. Great. It's it's, it's such a good one. And this is when they did like two-hour season finales. So two hours. It's a really good one. Some musical guest is there. I forget. Someone big is on. Gin Blossoms? Goo Goo Dolls. Goo Goo Dolls. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Goo Goo Dolls. There's someone that has not yet appeared... From Claire's past that shows up. Oh yeah, he's coming. He's on he's on soon. So we got like there's about five, maybe six episodes left of this season, but there's a lot. Maybe a few more, yeah. There's a lot to come. I think this is twenty five. I think they finished at thirty one. Mm-hmm. If you want to count, maybe, maybe yeah. thirty two. If you want to count the finale as like a two parter, because mm-hmm. um, they did a lot of episodes back then, but. With what's left, there's a lot 
to yeah, come. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, because I think this is end of March we're looking at. So maybe yeah, like so May. April and May. And then, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So good stuff. Any final remarks? Susan Keats, one of my faves. Oh, God. One of the best Brandon girlfriends of all time. Fight me on it. I will fight you on it because I think she's one of the worst. Um, anyways, thank you for joining. We'll bring you back next time for Bye. season seven. Bye. Fun facts and tidbits. So, the only song I have for this, and I guess it's during the party, is a song called Five O'Clock World by the Vogues. I don't know the song, but that's a song. There was also um, a boom mic uh, appeared in this episode. And also, apparently, there was kind of a little error as well. When David is filming Donna's commentary during the drinking game, The ceiling of the studio, which is essentially a warehouse, can actually be seen through the arch into the next room behind her, looking obviously nothing at all like a domestic house ceiling. So therefore, this, the house, the interiors are obviously filmed on a studio lot, not actually in a house, Um, which, you know, is common for television shows. Um, so then, um, all I have is a, um, is a spotlight and I'm going to do the spotlight on Greg. Um, the actor that played Greg was Michael Dietz, who was born February 10th, 1971. So he is recently 50. He had a big birthday this year. Uh, he's from a place called Allison Park, Pennsylvania. And, um, yeah, I don't know if he's doing as much acting anymore. Apparently, back in 2005, he formed a production company called Lucky Butterfly Productions. So I think he's doing a little bit more maybe um, behind-the-scenes stuff, like producing and, and directing maybe a little bit. Um Besides 90210, he was on a show called Wasteland. He appeared on Charmed, The Drew Carey Show, House, uh, Baywatch. Um, He was also a soap actor. He was on Guiding Light and Port Charles. Port Charles is a spinoff of General Hospital, which I've mentioned numerous times on the show, how GH is near and dear to my heart. I remember him from Port Charles because I did watch that. And obviously because Port Charles was a spinoff of General Hospital, they kind of intertwined a little bit. So I, watching this on Anna Tuano, he was on Port Charles previously before this. So I was like, oh my God, I know him. That was Dr. Joe. I think that, I think, oh my God, he played a doctor or a med student around the same age. This is probably a year after he was on Poor Charles or something, or probably close to the timing. But anyways, yeah, he was a doctor on that as well. Um, yeah, he's also uh, married to an actress named Paige Rowland, who I think he might have met when they were on Guiding Light. I believe she's a soap opera uh, actress as well. They've been married since 2002, and they have a daughter. So, 
yeah, that is it for the uh, spotlight and for the fun facts and tidbits for this episode. Thank you all for listening to Casa Walsh, a Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. On the next episode, we are going over season six, episode 26, called Flirting with Disaster. And once again, I will have a guest with me. My best friend Kat will be joining me to recap the episode. So thanks for listening and we'll see you then.